right, let's get ready to rock. The Real Kipper and Born Show, Leaf Edition this hour. Wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, Sportsnet 590, Sportsnet 360, Sportsnet Plus, we're glad you're aboard. And when you can't catch us live, just download us wherever you get your pods. And text us at 590-590. If you got any complaints, send them over to Sammy McKee, Justin Bourne, Derek Brandeo, or Jen Rolnick. Do not let me know about it. I only want positive. And that's what we're getting. Scram beat it. All hour, nothing but positive vibes for the Toronto Maple Leafs. If we went back 24 hours ago, somebody on this desk said... It's a scheduled loss. Hold on. It's a scheduled Everybody loss. on this desk. No. You. And I Listen, I'm agreed because I was spent by then. And <laughs> I just such, wanted to leave and get into my car and go home for dinner. Such an accurate assessment. By the end of the show, you could say something absurd. And I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Not Timing. even close no. to a scheduled loss. No. And we had ample reasons to believe that would be the case. Yeah. You know, I'll say, when you are a team with elite talent, and the Toronto Maple Leafs are undeniably that, if you ask anyone in the league, they call them top-heavy or whatever people use to disable the Leafs. This sort of thing can happen where they make a couple of plays and shoot it in the net. Like, Willie Nylander making that play with the goalie pulled is, like, you know, pretty unlikely it's going to happen. But if he pulls it off, it's a great chance. Pulls it off, great chance they score, and all of a sudden they're off and running. Leafs get their goals. 7-3 7-3 win in Madison Square Garden on a back-to-back. Three points out of the state of New York on a Monday, Tuesday. Sammy, you did your post-game show with yeah. J.D. again? Yeah. Yes, I did. Did you forget and the second letter? He, he said she thought J.B., yeah, J.D., yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's one of those I'm guys. all Jade confused. Yeah, I did. I did. I do it and, every day. Actually, every night after, uh, yeah. after the game, you can catch me. And, and how are those vibes? It was good. It was good. I think I just a lot of surprise. Mm-hmm. I don't think the the emotion that the number one sort of overarching feeling I had out of that game was, you know, stealing money. Like it's just like it's money that you didn't expect to have, and there yeah. you go. Like it's it was a it was a surprising result, but a, a good one nonetheless. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, you know like overwhelmed overwhelmed by their play. What were your thoughts on the night? Uh, just in terms of like feeling like you weren't fighting it. And I, I know we're still looking at a, a second period that probably had a lot of people thinking, oh, here we go again, right? Yeah. Like this thing's going to be destined for uh, an overtime loss. Comfortable at 4-1. They get a couple of late ones. You go into the intermission going, it, third period's up for grabs. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't work out that way. No, and, uh, you know, Sheldon had said some stuff, and I'm not sure if this is the clip we have or not, but he did say some stuff where it's like when you go in at that second period, it's important to sort of have a reminder for the team, you're up one in a tough environment, you're in a good spot to get points, you know, and and to not get caught up in the direction of the game. Okay, let's go to Sheldon Key for our first Clippers, Kippers Clipper, on the overview of the win. Uh, I, I thought uh, I thought for a lot of the game we looked like a tired team, quite honestly. But but uh, we we did what we needed to do uh, in terms of building a lead. You know, often when you play in these back to backs, 
you know, it, it's tougher as the game goes on, but I think there's somewhat of an advantage early in the game because you just played the night before. You're, you know, you're, you had a hard flat game last night, so you want to kind of ride that while the other team is sort of feeling their way through the game. That's that's what you hope happens. So we built a nice lead in the first period, which, um, you know, our guys did a great job in in executing, take advantage of their chances. Um, and then the same thing in the third period there, just allowing us to pull away, you know, starting with a huge power play goal. Yeah, why would anybody think that they weren't going to show up and, and play well against the Rangers? They had their third-string goalie who has all but a handful of games in the American Hockey League and a save percentage of, what, 870? In the A. In the A. Yeah. So Is that true? Back, back I, to I, back. I, I, didn't, I didn't really pay close attention. Back to back. Anything. Back-to-back games, apparently the flu, shortened blue line. Yeah. <laughs> like this had all the makings into a a 7 or 8-3 win for the New York Rangers. That just yeah. did not happen. No, and, you know, credit to the Leafs. Yeah, like I said, they came out and they scored those goals, but then they Started were able good to tonight. You know, lock it down, get some saves. I, I thought Jones played really well for them. You know, he didn't, maybe didn't love every goal that went in, but. I, you know, well, I, the, the first one. Yeah, a little weird. Didn't really know how that one ended up in the back of the net, and he was kind of sliding into the net. But just if you zoom out on where the Leafs are and some of the conversations we were having, I don't know, was it a month ago? Mm-hmm. You know, three weeks ago? I don't really know how long Is this ago. a playoff team? Are they good? Yes. And, like, for legitimate reasons, and for them to have put together this stretch of hockey, like you said, missing t- three of their top six D-men that started on opening night, you know, with their third-string goaltender, you know, having issues in the bottom six, you know, talking about what's wrong with Matthews, he's leading the league in goals. Marner, it's like, gets two goals last night. It's like, we've had all these conversations, and then they're right there in the yeah, thick of it again. Well, I, did you, like, I never thought that. Oh, I did. That there'd be a, a scenario where they're fighting for their lives to get in the playoffs? Yeah. I did. I did. I did. No. I think they, I, I, this, they were always going to, they, they, they get their points. There it is. Okay. They get their points. It's That's so, all I can say. So I've said it. Though. I've said it for all season long. This team will find a way to get their points. That's I know, not which the is issue. The most dismissive thing to me of it's very tough to get points. You know, on a nightly yeah. basis. And this they is find like, a way. This is Sheldon Keefe's time, is it not? Like last year, they were without Morgan Riley at this time of year, and then they just went on an absolute tear. Like they seem to find their way through. If you do zoom out to your point, Sammy. You know, where they're at right now, they're four points yeah. behind the Boston Bruins for the division lead. Now, their, their record the last 10, 11 games is as good as anybody's in the league. Yeah, in the last 15, it, it's the best in the league. They're, uh, they're one point behind the Florida Panthers with two games in hand. You know, they're, they're creating some separation from the Lightning who have four more games played and four less points or fewer points. It hasn't been as pretty as probably you'd like to think, but this is just a team that finds a way during the regular season. Yeah. So what is the statement? No, there's nothing. It's just, just keep, it's the process, right? It's Mm. the process. And there's not much you can do do differently than like you're saying they get their points in the regular season. Great. They they can win now. Why is it working now? It doesn't work later. Probably. uh, It's just, (laughs) it's not just the outcome. It's, it's, the the look or the the sixty minutes or the 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 those windows where it doesn't look pretty that you want to clean up uh, that second period mm-hmm. you'd like to clean up that's 
that's the process that that moves forward now. It's the the optics of the game, not necessarily the end result. And do you think maybe there's something to do with season timing? Like at the start of the year, everyone's excited, max capacity, fighting for where they are in the lineup, four check, show your coach, whatever. Everything kind of settles in around game 20 and everyone's like maybe a, a, an intensity level down for a bit. I think there's something to be said about that. And that's maybe where the Leafs just kind of have more talent than everyone. There's you, you go through what you go through over 82 games, but there's no way that you can predict that you're, whatever you do between game one and game 82, that you could absolutely guarantee that your yeah, your is, peak performance will be April on. There's just no rhyme or reason. You just go what you go through and you accept it for what it is. But you can also not get so focused on wins and losses or points or where you end up in the standings because Lee fans have been through that before. Tampa Bay Lightning fans have been doing uh, put well, that before. So it's just about getting yourself ready for the real season in I, April. But I want to stop you there because this idea that it's just like, well, you know, you'll just get your points, you get in playoffs, and then you figure it out. They haven't, they haven't won their division. The only time they won their division was the Canadian year where everything Which, was... No, it, didn't, uh, it didn't exist. didn't happen. That year was just... <laughs> but on a serious note, they haven't won this division. And maybe it's time for them to give a damn about yeah. that as a priority and say, hey, how about we draw, I don't know, the Capitals as an eight seed instead of playing the Boston Bruins in a 2-3 battle or the Panthers in a 2-3 battle? Listen, you won't get an argument out of me. If it's there, take it. Yeah. If there's an opportunity to to win the Atlantic, I think we were unanimous before the season started that we believed that the Leafs would be the top team in the Atlantic. We were, for sure. Yeah, this, well, for this, sure. This show all had that, that, the best team in the Atlantic. I said they were going not... to win the President's Trophy. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. The, and they, they still can. They had a last year with a bit more talent you know, offensively anyway, it, not defensively. They could find themselves in a battle for for, for top spot. They fought, like Again, what were we talking about the last few years? 115 points, 111. 11. Now what are they on pace for? 105, 107, 9? It's up there, yeah. It's up there. Yeah. Like, they are good. They're good in the regular season. The only question is now, how quickly can you get this team to look and feel like the one that you want to start in game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs? You know what I like in a back-to-back is when you have 11 forwards, as much as it's hard for guys because you get a bit more ice, you kind of get these unusual looks and unusual, you know, you get Willie Nylander playing with some different guys. Gregor. Yeah, you know, some different guys get some opportunity in a night where they normally wouldn't. Gregor plays over 17 minutes last night. I don't know that he took advantage I, of his opportunity last night. We, I would we've say talked he's better, about better that. We were, ta- we were <laughs> Fair, talking okay. about that two weeks ago. That but give just him a little. Throw him a bone. Yeah, put him up there. And give him some runway here. Matthew Nyes is out of the lineup. I'm totally on board on that. And yeah. I, it, it, it's what I expected to see. A guy that doesn't belong up there but won't embarrass himself to, to just yeah. buy you time. Yeah, and I don't even, you know, I don't even know if he doesn't. I, I'm a little more bullish than most people. Like, I, I didn't think he was good last night. I thought he was. He's not a top six player in the yeah, National not, Hockey I mean, League. I don't know if he well, is. No, I mean, he just, he, does, he wasn't passing to the good guys. Well, he just, he has no timing with these guys who no, he, he knows he's supposed to give well, it to Well, he was just, him. like, skating up the ice. He'd, like, fire it. it. And then yeah. it's, like, Matthews is, like, standing there, like, 
Maybe, yeah, yeah. you know, the stick here. <laughs> Pass it to me. The, the one thing I Give will say. Give runway is all I'm saying. The, and the one thing that I will say about Gregor, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, he's he's only 25. Yes. So there, there might be some growth there. Like if he was totally. 32, I would sit there and say, okay, you know what? He, stay in your lane. You are what you are. I, I don't know how much more growth there is, you know, with that speed. But can he think the game? Can he be in a position where he can start making plays yeah. with the likes of Nylander or Matthews or Marner? Not sure yet. Yeah. I mean, he turned 25 this summer, like a couple months that's ago. That's young. NHL now today. That's young. And in 2019, he scored 43 times in 63 WHL games. Like, it's not like he has no experience being a top-line guy in his life. He was just blowing past guys, eh? And just firing under the bar. See ya. Yeah, like in that league, like <laughs> yeah. that, when he scored 60. So, yeah. just to kind of, like, we kind of zoomed in on Gregor there, but to zoom back out a little bit, I think the perception of the Leafs over this era, like with Dubis, was that they were like this high-flying, offensively-minded Team, yeah. right? Yes. In the last couple of years with Dubas, they weren't that. Not and like, I, and yeah, I feel right. like they've brought in Brad Treliving, and everybody thought the perception was going to be like, oh, they're going to be this more defensive, like grittier team. And now they're like the scoring team. Can't defend a lick. And they, they <laughs> score. <laughs> like they are like a truly, like, I mean, I'm just looking over their last, like the goal totals they've scored in the last month. They score close to four every game. Like, they are a really, really good offensive team, but their yep. defense, it's like, it's crazy to me how much the perception has flipped and flopped with this team because they now they are, like, the all-offense, no-defense team. Yeah, they are yeah. seventh. Which isn't no, not great. a great no, I recipe. Agree. I agree. No. I'm just bringing it up. When you go to, I go to, you know, I always check my sport logic, my expected goals for, expected goals against on the old chart. They are creeping towards the best offensive team in the league. Uh, and defensively, they're on the wrong half of, of middle. You know, they're not very good that way. So they're what people thought they used to be Yeah, at this point. Where it's kind of shifting for me a little bit towards Brad Tree Living and in the snot category is Jake McCabe. Mm. All it takes is a couple of big hits and the feeling changes incredibly. For when you, me, when you're playing against him, you're a little more aware. Oh, yeah, like don't tell me that every guy in the league within the end of today will not have seen that hit somewhere on their phone or on a highlight reel here at uh, Sportsnet. Yeah. You know, I did the uh, pre scouts for the Marlies for the teams that we would play, and when you go in, every player has just a note, a note about them. You know, here's something you know likes to burn you wide, or you know something about their whatever. For sure, if you're scouting the kid, up, it's yep. Yeah, you know, head so, up. Uh, you know, he's looking for the big one. He had another big hit Saturday night in uh, against Nashville. Yeah, Evangelista. Evangelista. Smoked him. Yes. Yeah. And then last night, and now all of a sudden, there's a different vibe when you play against the Toronto Maple Leafs if, if McCabe's on the ice, and that is a good thing. That, that one last night was as big as I can remember a Leaf hit in a really long time. I saw somebody. Maybe Muzzin. Maybe a Muzzin yeah. hit? No, I, I don't think Muzzin had one like that. I don't know. That was Muzzin had a couple. From, that was straight I, yeah. from like my VHS, the grapes, like rock them, sock em when I was yeah. a kid. That was I like a 1998 tweet, hit. Like, if we can see the bottom of your skate, you <laughs> got rocked. You <laughs> like that, Dude, so, it was horizontal. For me, if I'm a general manager of a hockey team, one of my prerequisites would always be to have one squirrely, low center of gravity defenseman <laughs> who's looking to inflict pain. Lebouchkin. No, he's not just like not even him. Like he was more just like a little 
gritty face guy that just likes to run into people as hard as possible. And that's him. Squirrely's really good for hockey. And he is, like, <laughs> and he is squirrely. And as soon as Zabinajad comes over to him, Zabinajad did not none want of that to fight. He immediately <laughs> gloves off, grabs onto yeah. him like, I'm loving McCabe. I'm loving that side of it. Okay, let's go to Sheldon Keefe on clip four on Jake McCabe and his decor. I think our team's played better since since he's come back. That's part of it. You know, our game is less uh, is less chaotic than it was when he was uh, in previously. Uh, you know, time to time for him to regroup and and uh, sort of you know kind of restart his season. Um, but yeah, he's he's been really good. And it's you know, like it's whether it's him or you know the guys we have in the back end that have come in here with the injuries we've had. But guys have just stepped up their game in, in key times. It's allowed us to get points here. Even when we're not at, when we're not at our best, you know, the guys are finding ways and competing hard. I thought Bobby McMahon comes in, gives us really important minutes here tonight. Um, we talked about Jones. You know, like guys have been stepping up all the way through. You know, it's not just uh, the, the McCabe's and the guys that we rely on. You know, Riley Brody and um, our key forwards, all of that. I think we've been getting really good performances throughout our lineup. Just of note, uh, in what, uh, 12, 13 minutes, we're going to get Jim Ralph, Toronto Maple Leaf Radio Color Analyst, to join us, get his thoughts on last night's game. My boy B-Mac got a shout-out uh, shout from Sheldon. Bobby, Bobby McMahon. Yeah. Working hard out there. Yeah. He's, he's fine. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> to me, he is generic four-finer in the NHL. They like, can skate just, hard. And... take it over guys who are worse than, yeah. you yeah. know, than that. Yeah, I guess. What do you guys think of, uh, like, a Ranger team that, for the most part, getting a lot of accolades this season as a, as a top team? But I did not see that at all. Like, the the access that they gave the Leafs or the Leafs took from them, mm-hmm. depending on how you want to look, uh, like the, sti- the stick checking, the easy access, like, I was quite surprised. Yeah, I, I think, you know, going into this year, the Rangers are a good team, but they're not that different from the Leafs in that they're a pretty flawed team, right? Like, they, a lot of their best players are one-way guys. Zabanajad's not going to be physical, and he's a one-way guy, and so is Panarin. And, you know, I just think a lot of their guys are kind of one-way guys. So I don't... Their D I, are really good, but... The way that they let Nylander walk into the zone on that first goal with the fire pokers, yeah. I, and that must have sent Laviolette up the tree he must have been going into that dressing room he must have killed them that was not i was like is you guys allowed to body check yeah i know like that's it was shocking for me to see a a blue line that's supposed to have this reputation led by truba like it was that that's a truba hit that mccabe yeah yeah. levied at madison square garden yeah you know the I know that feeling when you're in Nylander's spot, like your goalie's pulled, and if they touch it, the whistle's going to blow, so you might as well try it. Like, there's yeah. no harm in trying something silly, and they just let him through. He's yeah. like, oh, okay. And he, he kicked it up to his skin. It was a good play. Goal scorer. Hey, I wanted to ask you something that uh, Bunkus brought up to me last night. I okay, can to... I just, can we just, uh, I want to get uh, the clip on Keefe on the Rangers, Top Guns, shutting them down. Sure, sure. All right, save that thought. Yep. I think it's, I think it's vital. I think they're, 
they're a far different team when their top people aren't on the ice. Uh, and you know, that's that's not uncommon for most teams, but there's there's a, there's a great discrepancy with this group. Uh, so we needed to manage that that uh, that line. And you know, I think they had their lucks, they had their time with the puck, uh, probably more so than we would have liked. But uh, certainly is is a, is a key. Both and we talked about that. We talked about winning the special teams a battle, or at least drawing even on that, which they get their power play goal. Uh, we wiped that out with a huge power play goal in the third, and we scored a goal on a delayed penalty at six on five in the first period. So, you know, you know taking care of that, that special teams part of it too is, is another really important piece against this team. Yeah, I just saw, like, for, for Panarin, and Panarin's supposed to be have, have had this great year so far. People have him as a heart. Right? Finalist. Yeah. Very least. Did he but, play last night? Did he play last night? Uh, Wheeler shot the puck into the net. It's a nice but, goal. That was old school Wheeler. Coming down off the wing. Yeah, it. I know. It was nice. But, you He's know, at a ton. That, that's one yeah. of the rare times the Leafs didn't have a good third man high, and he has Max, 190 feet to... Yeah, they, they were exposed to Lisboa there, I thought. Yeah. You know, one of the but, few times like, it's been noticeable. I didn't see, to go out to our conversation last week, I didn't see any alpha dog on the New York Rangers, man. No. I saw nothing out of their lineup. No, like Kreider's getting a little older. Like Lafreniere's not quite there yet. It's... I don't know. They're they're fine. The Rangers yeah. are a good team. I'm not trying to say they're not a good team. Yeah. Great goaltender, but they're I don't think they're special. Unlike the Leafs, Matthews kind of looked like an alpha dog last night for me. Yeah, yeah, he's humming right now. He's league leading goals. Actually, Besser caught him last night. Besser yeah. had a hat trick too. But couple from him, couple from Marner. You know, look that that's what the Leafs are supposed to look like. You know, go ahead, Sammy. I don't want to like turn it into a negative about Matthews because he's leading the league, but like. Why is it, like, why was that lull? And when, like, your coach is basically is like, yeah, he wasn't, he's trying harder now and he's good again. You know? Like, he's, he's alluded right. to it multiple times. He had to, like, light a fire under him. Oh, sometimes. Is it just the season's too games. long? Is that what it is? I, you know, if anyone could do it every night, they'd be, you know. Well, they'd be Austin Matthews making $13 million a year. Right. That's why he does it every night. You're supposed to be the highest paid guy, right? Like it's yeah, like, but they're, they're, when you to, see to Sammy's play- point, there there are some nights where you're like, eh, he doesn't feel like playing tonight. When I yeah see him the way he played last night, yeah, and the night before on Long Island, it's like, what happened before? No, it's you're you're right because it's like you you can give How me that. Can you be that guy. You can give me like yeah. you can feel what that feels like to dominate at that level in the greatest league in the world, and then come up like, eh. you know, part of it though, and this is. You know, I I do think it's like, you know, the consistency factor. You shot, what's your lowest and highest scores on a golf course this summer? Uh, 101 with you was my highest and 76 was my lowest. Same golfer. Yeah, same guy. You know, you know what it feels yeah, like. So. You know, it's just like <laughs> some days it's hard to do the same thing. I think I've told you this before. Colby Armstrong has the best story on Phil Kessel as a teammate in Toronto where he just I doesn't have it. 20 minutes in the first period, he's. Saying, guys, I just don't have it tonight. <laughs> I just don't you know, have funny it. Though about guys like that, it's you, one might find them on your own. I'm, I'm useless to you. Yeah. You guys go on. But that, what a beast! A guy like that might find one and still shoot it in the net. Yeah. And often we give offensive players passes when they shoot one in the net, and like, yeah. they can be terrible all night, and they just find one in a good spot. But that yeah, was, that was a Willie story for a lot of his career. It or it'd be like these games where he's just a dog and he just. Picks up the puck in the slot, goes bar down for the OT winner, and you're like, oh, Never well. talks about his goals yeah. per game, and we're in here going, yeah. did you watch how bad he yeah. was, though? You know the one thing that excited me the most about Austin Matthews' game last night? Mm. His pass to Mitch on the fourth goal 
mm. was the best pass I've seen him make in his whole career here. That was a pretty damn good pass. It was, no, it was a great pass. And the beauty of it for me is that if this guy can bring that element to his game Mm. where he is less predictable on when he shoots the puck, and we know Kucherov may be the best guy on the planet for that. For sure. If he can bring more elements to, to make that pass, he goes to another level. When yeah. I when I see Matthews mm-hmm. on pace for like 30 assists or he's sitting like 145 in assists in the league mm-hmm. and you're the highest paid guy in the league, no good. <laughs> yeah. No good. Yeah, okay. The uh, the one thing I think that is <laughs> what <laughs> it just kills me. I I love I love your commitment to this. <laughs> no I good. truly respect it. Like no I, you know I I couldn't be com- make, committed. Make to passes this. like that. You're 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 next level stuff now. Well yeah, yeah you're McDavid. Our trophy doing you're that. McDavid. The king that I think where it comes uh, from. is that not? Well he's got. He, I mean listen, he does have 21 goals and 11 assists. Like it's a big discrepancy, but yeah. he's really good at shooting it in the net. Well, I think, you know, that's one thing we heard Keith say the other night is he wanted him to be more assertive with the shot. But, Kip, to your point, you know That's an assertive pass. It is. But you know where I think he sees that and where he can pick that up from? Willie. Two assists that Willie has to to Matthews in the past couple games are him holding one at the goalie and finding Matthews' back door, right? Yes. Like, that's the look where you hold the goalie and all of a sudden your point about these guys who are all shooters... If you can also pass Listen, it. the only one over the last few years that's had any type of consistency for those type of passes has been Mitch Marner. If you added now Willie consistently and, and, and Austin, I think Tavares will always be that net front presence yeah. guy. He'll never, he's not a, he's not a disguise. He's not a great passer either, but he is what he he's is. He's a shooter from the blue the paint sh- guy. But if you can have three of those guys have that element, yeah. I, I think it changes the complete outlook of, yeah. of how mm-hmm. they go about their business in the offensive zone. Well, there, yep. There's just nothing better than a good pass. I, I will always say that. It's the, the best part about the NHL is just the passing, and like yeah. that one last night was beautiful. That was slow. Um, okay. bef- before I forget, I wanted to ask you something. Yes. And Bunkus brought this up to me last night on Lee's talk, Uh-oh. and I didn't think about it. No, but he thought their fight after the McCabe hit for the team from the Rangers that, like, all they do is cry every time Truba has to fight yeah. after a clean hit. Yeah. And then they're the team that jumps in after one of the best clean hits. It was a bad look for the Rangers. And I thought, the thought didn't cross my mind, but I agree there, with that. I, I, I didn't think the response from the Rangers was very good at all. Well, I don't think there needed to be one. Yeah. It was a clean hit. The guy got up. He they separated the man's experience on the Sammy, other side. I've had this conversation with you a thousand times. I don't care if it's clean or not. You're trying to hurt my guy. Mm. That's enough. Don't hurt my guy. How but, about that? But how about that covers te- it? But the team that's crying all the time about oh, Truba, oh, I shouldn't have to fight after a clean hit every time. And then there's a clean hit, and their whole team jumps on. It's a bad look. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, the um, I wrote an article today up on Sportsnet.ca about some that you and I have been talking about. How there is sort of like this. Still these old school guys in the league who recognize that physical play is really important. Truba's your guy. Yeah. Jake McCabe has been throwing those hits. They're both 30 years old or, you know, within two months of 30 years old. They're, they're older guys. And then there's a lot of young guys who just don't expect to ever get hit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, did you saw the Eric Robinson hit on Justin Barron of the Montreal Canadiens? Yeah. 22-year-old D-man yeah. that they have. He doesn't protect himself at all. 
from this hit that's coming. Like, the, you know, he turns his numbers to it and takes kind of a, in, in a bad spot. The article is about how we're kind of between generations of like these older guys that still want to thump guys. You think it's going to get weeded out here? Well, it's headed that direction, but I think we're at a point now where you have guys who don't think they're going to get hit and guys who still think there's hitting, hard hitting. And so it's kind of, you got some guys who are vulnerable yeah. now and, Lindgren didn't think for a second that he Listen, was going to hit. Lindgren plays the game he, hard too. Yeah, right? he throws big hits. I but was, he didn't believe anyone was, was going to hit him. I was shocked that he drops. He's looking it, at the base and, he, and he's looking over oh. his shoulder, trying to admire his drop pass. Man, the I was shocked. Been just <laughs> licking his chops. That's like, like oh my Christmas god. dinner. Oh my god. <laughs> like cranberry, it, oh yeah. and gravy. Yeah. It's like when, you know, as an offensive player, you can see you're about to get sprung for a breakaway. I imagine that's what it's like for a demon yes. to see someone on a tee. It's just and, like, oh, boy. And I guess to the point of why there's these fights after the clean hits is that there's so little contact now. These big bangers are such flashpoints in the game where it's like, yes. oh, a guy's like, oh, my God. Like, that can still happen, and they're immediately kind of yeah. Yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you, you, where you, you're like, you nailed it right there. Where it's like, you're just not allowed like, to do that. And it's like, no, you very yeah. much yeah, are. That's Literally, the point. Yeah, he had the puck. playoffs, people do it all I know. the time. I know. David Camp will tell you Radko Gudis yeah. hit him pretty good. Ask Slavin about Sam Bennett. Yeah, about Sam Bennett. Yeah. 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 Choo-choo. Pretty much anyone on the Panthers, really. <laughs> yeah. Just don't go sniffing around there with your head down. Right. All right, we're going to take a quick break, Sammy. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds all good. Right. More Real Kipper and Born after the break. Jim Ralph, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, coming up next. Breaking down the biggest trends in hockey. The Hockey PDO cast with Dmitry Filipovich. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's welcome in Jim Ralph, Toronto Maple Leaf Radio Color Analyst. Ralphie, how are you, man? Oh, man, they make it easy for you and Joe Bowen on a night like that. Uh, what we saw at MSG. Yeah, you guys usually only have me on after losses. So, <laughs> so that's going to be fun. <laughs> You're a ray of sunshine, Ralphie. We wanted, we wanted to hear you, the, the, all the positive things. What, uh, what was your major takeaway from their uh, beat down of the Rangers? Uh, well, I mean, a, a part of it is uh, Igor Sisterkin. I think that's uh, three games in a row he's had a tough outing. Mm-hmm. So, it, um, you know, I, I think that plays into it a little bit, but um, you know, I like the I like the fact that uh, the power play came for, through for them in the third period. Uh, you know, after the Rangers scored a couple to make it four three, I thought that's that's one of the things that that's sort of been hidden and you know all these blown leads and um, you know sometimes in different plays is the power play can be so huge at certain points in the game and and um, I thought it was huge that they came through and the the, the Marner goal early the, not only came through but. Uh, actually results from a point shot being deflected with guys in front. I thought I thought was a pretty unique way of going about it. Doesn't seem like a 7-3 uh, score is indicative of still maybe a game that could be up for grabs going into the third period. Obviously, they're, they're, the offense took over in, in the third, but uh, still the feeling that maybe it's, it's tough to string together consistent 60-minute efforts that that look good but the one thing that is consistent if you're playing the Leafs and that is Ralphie you can't sleep on their offense man you just you're asleep for five seconds man they're gonna bury a puck on you 
Yeah, and, and you know, it's funny, you know, they uh, keep splits Marner and Matthews up, and yet every time they're on the ice together, whether it's the power play or, you know, the, the, the Marner five-on-five goal, it's Matthews and Marner that seem to be uh, creating the magic. So you almost wonder if, if that part of the offense isn't going to be put back together out of necessity. And um, but, but you're right. I mean, whether it's, you know, Nylander's run at the start of the year or Matthews, it seems if he gets one, he gets two or three. Um, you know, they've, you've seen it, you know, late in games that they've been able to come back and get something out of it. And, you know, the Islander game on Monday night was the latest example. Ralphie, the Leafs decor right now seems to be three guys that will be a part of their team in the playoffs, obviously Brody and Riley and McCabe, and then three guys you're not sure will be there if you have Lilligren and you have Giordano and who knows who else. What have you made of the three guys, um, Benoit, Legaston, Lejoie, and Timmons, actually four guys, I guess, that have been playing fill-in duty? Yeah, you know what? I think they've been solid. Um, You know, to be fair, I think there are, are moments where you notice where you say, okay, this is why he hasn't been a regular in the NHL, whether it's, uh, you know, Benoit or Legas and even where you say, you know, there's, there's something there, but there are those moments where you say, you know, the failure to get it out or uh, the failure to make the little play that doesn't create the hornet's nest in your own zone. Um, but, you know, I, I think they've, uh, they've filled in admirably. I mean, I think that's exactly, you know, why you want to have depth on the blue line and you want to get guys that have some NHL experience and, um, you know, I think that's showed well for them. But I, I think overall, at, at times, they've been much better in front of their own goaltenders as well, maybe the last five or six games. That um, makes everybody look a lot better. We're talking to Jim Ralph, Toronto Maple Leaf Radio color analyst. There's got to be an appreciation uh, for Martin Jones, Ralphie, coming in cold oh, against Ottawa and then you know holding the fort, I guess, last night for a guy that's played – a handful of games in the American Hockey League and didn't exactly light it on fire there either. Hey, well, there's nothing wrong with not lighting the American Hockey League on fire. <laughs> <laughs> look, look where it's gotten you. Well, no, I, it's not about me. But uh, yeah, he, uh, I, I think you love the fact, and I, I think he gave them what they needed, which is just don't give up that one that, that looks bad, that's going to sink the team and, and put you behind and... Uh, you know, I, I think so much, you know, you watch the highlights every night or you watch different games, and it's amazing how many times the game has turned on that one goal that you're going, you need to save there. And, then uh, you know, I, I think the way you always look at a goaltending performance or a goal against where you say, okay, if he stopped it, would that be considered a great save, an outstanding save? And if the answer is no, then it's one that you're thinking, Ben, you, you know, you got to have that. And um, I, I thought with Martin Jones, you know, even when he went in the, the final 10 minutes against Ottawa, uh, that never happened. There was never that goal that you went, oh, no. Um, you know, I, you know this, this might change the momentum of the entire game. So that's what I really liked about it. He, he stopped everything he should have stopped and, um, you know, throw in a couple of breakaways that he had in the second period as well. Has something changed for you with this group? Like, there was a point we had a show maybe a dozen games into the year Maybe Kip wasn't on board, where but Sammy and I had the like, is this team good conversation? And all of a sudden, they're four points out of a division lead here, and don't you know? There's not too many teams ahead of them. You feel like they couldn't catch. What's changed for them to have so much success of late? I don't know. I mean, it's baffling that I think the the loss in Pittsburgh is only regulation loss, and what is the last eleven or twelve now? Yeah, and 
And it, it's just funny. I think because all the games, though Borney have been so close mm-hmm. and can go every, you know, and that's why last night, you know, seems to stick out with a 7-3 win in New York. But every game is so close. You, you don't feel like they've they've been as good as they, they've shown in the standings. Where you think, well, you know, if the overtime record's reversed or, um, you know, if they didn't blow this lead or, um, you know, if they didn't self-implode in this game, um, we'd think they were a better team. And then you you look around the league and you're going, Prince, you're four points back of Boston now yeah. and have lost to the price in overtime. So it, um, it, it's, it's probably just part of whether you're covering the Leafs or you're a Leafs fan. Um, you know, you, you, you do get to that point where you think that uh, every game is based on how they play and has nothing to do with the opposition. But, you know, obviously you see other teams around the league have their own warts. Um, we just don't care as much about it. Ralph, we were talking earlier about uh, uh, Jake McCabe and this week, a couple of games, we've seen some really big hits. Uh, what do you think that does in terms of changing the perception of the Leafs when you see some of those uh, those big hits? Well, Kipper, I think you can go back to our era where if you drop, if you get over the line and you drop the puck back, don't turn around and look at it. <laughs> <laughs> You know that. Yeah, I mean that's that's something that that rule's been around forever. But it was, uh, uh, you know, it was a clean hit. But I mean, I, I I do think you need, you know, Luke Shen was brought in for that reason last year. You need somebody that uh, uh, occasionally has to stand up and and make that big hit. You know, sometimes you get caught and then you end up giving up an odd man rush because of it, even if it gets your guy. But. Uh, I, I think you always want to make sure the opposition's coming over the line with their head up. And, um, you know, for, you know, some players, you know, handle that a little better than others. But I think it's great to have that threat that, um, you know, you've got that, that toughness. I mean, Jacob Truba, um, who seems to have a credit card from the National Hockey League, um, you know, that's, that, that's what you see every second night is another big Truba hit. And you better believe guys are aware when he's on the ice. Yeah, no, it makes a big difference. And for a Leafs team that doesn't have that reputation, nice to have that element to it. Um, you know, the the Leafs get by, I think, last night. You know, maybe not the dominant team, but they just have the elite players, right? And uh, Matthews and Marner. Uh, fun little stat here. That's the 69th time that they have scored in the same game. And the Leafs are 64-5 and five in, in those games. Is that, so, is that a good record? That seems probably. okay. <laughs> so... Uh, well, yes, uh, of course, you must have got that off the broadcast last night because that's where it was heard first. Is that right? Was that, uh, you, were you looking that up, Jimmy, doing your, uh, yeah. some Googling, yeah, were that's you? Why, that's why I missed the last four goals. <laughs> <laughs> so g- give me your thoughts, you know, on this Leafs team. People call them top heavy. Like, if those guys are humming like that, you can be top heavy. It's not such a criticism, is it? No, and, and you know what, the, the guy, I, I don't know if you guys are going to bring it up or not, uh, I'm a huge Noah Gregor fan. Yay, uh, me too. And it was it was great to see him move up. I think he was over 17 minutes of ice time. Uh, made a great feed to Austin Matthews for a chance. I think it was in the first period. And, um, you know, he's, he's got, I think he's got a very underrated shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you see his speed. He can be physical. And, um, you know, whether he ends up back on the fourth line or not, I, I thought Camp and Bobby McMahon spent a little too much time in their own zone. I know they were, you know, it was kind of a makeshift um, fourth line by dressing the 7D. But I just think, uh, you know, if you if you can get those 
bottom six guys to produce, even camp, what, three and three goals in his last four games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think you absolutely can ride your top two lines, but as long as your, uh, your third and fourth lines are playing even or a little better, um, I think that's what sets you up. The other thing I wanted to ask you, Ralphie, when it comes to Austin Matthews and our, our boy Sammy kind of brought this up earlier in the show is like what, what goes on those seven or eight games when there's just a lull in his game? Is it strictly a matter of, of focus, hard work? What do you see on some nights when it doesn't appear that he's one of the top players in the world? Yeah, I mean, there he does go through the, those stretches, Kip, where you say, God, he could add three or four tonight. Nothing went in. Uh, and then you're right. There, there's games where you're going, I'm not sure he had a legitimate scoring chance. And then, you know, you start looking at other guys around the league. When you start going, you see, you know, Brady Kachuk's got five or six two-goal games uh, in only two games where he scored one goal. So it's um, it seems to be the uh, – you must have gone through that well in junior anyway. Uh, for, uh, a few times up for five or six games and, times. you know then it dries up i know in the, the american league i never saw you score well that one hat trick but that was about it <laughs> you guys know that eh my only professional hat trick came against jim ralph yes <laughs> we did know that <laughs> and i love it i got it on the side of the building here at rogers <laughs> ralphie well, I'll give you a worse one. In, in the minors, Brett Hall scored his 40th, his 45th, and his 50th on me. <laughs> in the same game? Oh, well, same game, yeah. So that was that was, that was worse than Kipper's three. <laughs> so how do you handicap their chances then? Uh, you know, looking at the division, you know, what is this team for real? Like, are they as good as the Bruins or the Panthers or Red Wings, Lightning, and the Chase group here? Uh, I mean, I, I still think um, you got to believe that the, you've got to upgrade your blue line. Even when you get Giordano and Lilligram back, you know, I think that would be the um, uh, the number one concern if, if you're going to go on some kind of extended playoff run. And um, so I, I still think, you know, the, up front, I think they're fine. Uh, I think you've got different combinations you can play with uh, uh, to be dangerous. I, you know, I, I've, I've at times loved the fourth line. Um, you know, even though they got off to the horrible start. Um, but the, um, you know, I, I just think that the defensively you've got to look at is that's uh, the one part of your your game that you've got to improve on. And whether it's toughness, whether it's you want to replace Klingberg with a guy that's more puck moving, which you could say Connor Timmons has been able to do that back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think that's the the one area I'm sure that Brett Trilliving is looking at and saying, you know, we we need one, maybe two guys to upgrade the, uh, the back end. Leafs against Columbus tomorrow night, and then Kyle Dubas makes a visit Saturday night. Uh, you think Kyle's looking forward to it? Uh, maybe the scoreboard tribute, yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's going to get a video, just throwing water think? bottles? I know. Hey, you know. Who did it? Uh, didn't Columbus do that for Jonathan Quick? No, did, did they really? <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was all in fun, but they, they uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, he never played a game for them, but they did something or, or you know what? Maybe I saw it on Instagram or something, and somebody just made it up. But it's, uh, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, Kyle come back, and you know, obviously, you know, they're not off to the, um, you know, the greatest start uh, 
for them. But uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. And, and we always keep bringing it up. The Pittsburgh's actually the last team to shut the Leafs out over two years ago uh, yeah, right. when they were in Toronto. So, yeah, we try to get that stat out as early as we can because it seems uh, as soon as you say it, the Leafs end up scoring. <laughs> <laughs> as the puck drops, you're given that one? Yeah. yeah. And we were doing even the Islander game because the uh, I think Sorokin has – most shutouts in the last three or four years of anybody in the league. And uh, Varlamov, the backup, is tied for the second most shutout. So we got it right, right early, and then Matthew scored in the power play. So we're st- we'll, we'll be benching that very early on Saturday if the, the streak's still going. JB's writing all these things down, and then we're going to credit our own show. That's right. So we, yeah. We're just, yeah, we're credit thieves here. We're, we're scouring the <laughs> internet. According to your insider, yeah, you can use it. <laughs> Ralphie, really appreciate your time, man. As always, thanks for doing this. Uh, thanks for having me, boys. Thanks, Ralphie. All right. What would be on Dubas's, uh like video tribute? Just a lot of him. That's uh, not working. Oh, there we go. Him yelling at the fans in yeah. Tampa, whipping water bottles. You remember that? Oh, it was awesome. That was, that was the most I ever liked them. R- running you down. You like that? You didn't like. Yeah, them. running down the stairs. Uh, chasing the ambulance uh, when Tavares. when Tavares was hurt because that would show him how much he cares. He did it with uh, Mikheyev too. So that was when he got his arm cut or whatever it was. Are cut. we implying this was insincere? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Jeez, no. I would never. No, <laughs> no. Oh, but Sammy boys. told us he won't do any interviews. He won't conduct into any type of uh, engagement that shows any signs that he ever worked here i think he's coming in studio for our show <laughs> what no yeah Wait. we're gonna have him in studio i think it would be, that would be an interesting hour <laughs> yeah. he just had a list a really of points to rebut for over the last yeah. few years i, I to me cadre okay, let's just do an hour show on the cadre trade uh everything's great <laughs> maybe this is more of a conversation for later in the week but if they did do a video tribute to kyle dubas that would be one of the more fascinating fan responses to me. I agree. What do you guys think it would I, I, I think it's Johnny T, 1,000 points. Boo? I think it's booze. I do get a sense that... It's not all cheers. I know yeah, that. that's for sure. I, I get a sense that there's kind of like that, that 50-50 draw out there. That they're, mm-hmm. they love them or they hate them. Oh, it got to be two. politics here. I was just, just going to say, right? it's full Democrats, Republicans. Yeah. Oh, it's left, and, it's left and right. There, there's no centrists. No. You're in or out. The Dubasites. Yeah. And there, Although, I don't know what I'd classify myself as. I would say that the, the quote-unquote Dubasites have been a little quieter <laughs> since the start of the year. Because they were, they were pretty horned up over the Carlson trade. I, they, they were really doing some laps in the Carlson trade, and they were talking about how he's going to re... They like the Graves contract. They, they were really in on the... But I was thinking... It's got a little quieter. I was thinking, like, if you're Brad Tree Living and you've come here to Toronto, Klingberg's not playing, Reeves has not been impactful, so Domi and... Who's his other guy? Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi. But Domi and Bertuzzi hey, and Gregor. And Gregor and, and Lagason and Benoit. Yeah, okay. So, so if don't you, sleep on those boys. You're right. So I wonder, though, if he's... The, if he added those guys to the Calgary Flames teams he had, mm. they're still bad. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They're still bad. Yeah, so point, I, I don't wonder, or I do wonder if he comes here and watches this team just race car 
the you know the New York Rangers in Madison Square Garden and goes, "This is nice. Yeah, nice job. This Good job, nice Kyle. <laughs> you know, like appreciate this collection. Like, I like. Glad I like, you didn't trade any of these guys. I like those four guys, but you know, could have used a couple more treats in the cupboards. Yeah. Sure. Could have used a cookie Could've in there. Left a couple. Speaking of politics, they should do polls. Oh, okay. No, they, they should do I polls for popularity polls on where our show should start. Doing yes, it. on where you are, uh, like in, in politics, they go like, yeah. "How confident are you?" Call, what, what's, call it called? Called? what's it called? The uh, is it the polls? Yeah, yeah or like, just, but the 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 pre-election polls, primary yeah. polls, yeah. or I don't know what they call them. Confidence, Confidence poll. poll yeah. I don't know, but we, you know, like. Don't Kipper, tell me, Sammy. For... Could you call a thousand fans before Dude, the next I was show? Say, to get get that on your Twitter. Yeah, I know you like to Twitter. I'll put all these tweets out on X. Uh, no, you Just got put, the wrong guy now. I think it has to be your yeah. feed, though. No. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're. Kipper, you have like six million you, you followers. Appeal to both sides of the aisle. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. That <laughs> 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 thing's dangerous. I only go to it when I absolutely have to. Yeah. Right. It's on fire at all times. <laughs> you, uh, you need the oven mitts for that. I bad will boy. say this: Brad Tree Living, climbing. Climbing for sure. Climbing. His popularity has climbed in the last three Chopped. weeks. I would say November 1st, he was not very popular. You know, like after three weeks I, of the season where... I think the perception of him has changed since Legacy and Benoit. Bertuzzi and, found it. And, but, those, but those guys have changed it. Because Bertuzzi no. had found it earlier. But the, Gregor, he, he, those three underlying guys. He got it when uh, the hockey gods gave him yeah. a breakfast ball yeah. on the Klingberg contract. Okay. Yeah, if you were still watching Clingy gift one to Panarin last night, right. he's three on the tee. He, he's also still standing on the tee, trembling over his second one. So, <laughs> yeah, he hasn't taken a cut. He hasn't swung it. <laughs> you know, it's not down the fairway. He's lining it up like a putt. <laughs> Just give me another minute with no, this. Are one. you a guy to the uh, <laughs> Are you a guy to hit? Like you got the choice, right? You can hit four from the fairway, you or you can hit three off the tee. Correct. I've never heard of that. Oh, no, it's, it's it's a new golf thing, isn't is that it? Rose if, you, if, you, if you push one in the I woods, you have the choice of, I think, having a lateral where it went in to hit four. Love that. Done. Or do you every hit time. three? No, from every time. Every single time. I think I'm still falling time. out of the woods and hitting three. I think it's my, my choice. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to have a walk. And then you're going to the fair. All right, we'll figure it out in the next hour. More Real Kipper and Bore. We go national next. Stick around.